tremendous looking trophy. Hello, welcome to Platinum Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Don Blight. Joining me, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan, I'm excited to be here so I can be entertaining and do my job. <laughs> Don't know why you would say it like that. It's what I'm always here for, yeah. apparently. Yeah, that's that's what I that's yeah. what you're supposed to be here for. Sorry, I wasn't here last week, and you had to like edit me out of the podcast. You know, what was fucking Michael saying on fucking dis- Twitter and Discord? Shit talking me doing the solo episode. Fucking disgusting. Yeah, I did a full half hour or more, probably longer than this podcast would be if we weren't shit talking <laughs> right now. To be honest, I had more news last week <laughs> yeah. by myself to discuss. Which, by the way, we should say ahead of time, we're recording on a Monday, so our it feels like it's 2019, because um, we're recording on a Monday, mm. because we can't record tomorrow night, but because it'll be the first time that we've had to do this in a while, guarantees that something's going to happen. Um, yeah, so we only have a couple of news stories to go over, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to go over, and then the show will be over, but that's fine. Um, yeah, actually, you know what's going to happen? Here's a more <laughs> Here's a more interesting, realistic take. You know, Ash's joke before the show was, oh, they'll fucking shadow drop PSVR in stores now. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. That seems quite out there. But I'll tell you what, if something a little couple steps down from quite that out there was to happen, get ready for uh intercut to another somehow we've found time to record something <laughs> because they <laughs> randomly do a state of play before, yeah, tomorrow or tonight or some shit. No, they'll just drop a... <sighs> First look at at Anthony Mackie in Twisted Metal. I don't know if that's worth an emergency recording. um, No. What if it was a Last of Us trailer? Yeah. But at that stage, I think I'd just make it a solo episode. I wouldn't take it off of this. Um, Press Start Riots, another big PlayStation remake, will apparently be announced in December. Look at this. Written by Kieran. Getting his new job over there. Uh, Here's a strange one. (laughs) <laughs> Shout outs. Here's a strange one. Irish musician Ava Ebha McMahon has dropped a sneaky bit of information about a potential big PlayStation remake being announced later this year while on a radio interview with Ireland's WLR FM station. Saying, quote, I just recently wrote a song for a PlayStation game with Michael McGlynn. Ava is quoted as saying during an interview with Gamatsu. Michael McGlynn, an Irish composer, has something of a tangential history on working on PlayStation projects. Having worked alongside Japanese composer Yasunori Mitsuda? Mitsuda. In the past yeah. with Choral Ensemble Anu on a remaster of the original Xena Gear soundtrack in 2018, Mitsuda san was also recently seen on a remote call with McGlynn in a tweet by his music label working on something new. In a radio interview, Ray Ava continues, quote, So, yeah, so that actually happened about a year and a half. It was just after the pandemic hit. Michael McLean got in touch and said, listen, we're writing music for a remake of a PlayStation game. He's done that a lot. So he's done a lot of writing for different games that we that that are very well known. But I'm not actually a gamer myself. So anyway, he says, look, it's an Irish, Irish language piece that they're looking for. So really what I was involved in was the lyric writing in the Irish language. And his daughter sang on the track and his wife arranged part of the choral, choral parts. And so did Michael. He also worked with me on the language side of things. So it's almost like a family effort. 
While none of what the singer-songwriter has revealed has been substantiated, it's fairly compelling given the circumstances and will be interesting to see how and where the announcement is made, if any. With Metal Gear Solid remake rumors still circulating, this adds potential fuel to the fire, but as Masuda-san's on board, this could even lean into a classic PlayStation JRPG territory. With Jeff Keighley's Game Awards show airing on December 9th, perhaps we can expect something there. I'll tell you what, let me put it straight out there. You say... There's lots of news stories about this this week, right? They're all headlines very similar. Massive PlayStation remake coming in December. Huge PlayStation remake reveal coming in December. And then you click on the stories and you find out it all comes back to an Irish musician. I go, I can't think of any game. (laughs) I can't think of any game that would require (laughs) Irish language lyrics. Yeah. Do you know? Why would so you bring massive. up Metal Gear Solid? That does not sound Irish at all. It's such a massive game, though, Ash. I don't know if you're aware. It's, it's massive, whatever this game is. Huge PlayStation remake. The fact that we can't think of it based off the fucking <laughs> song. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Do you have any- <laughs> it? <laughs> I don't. Do you have any idea? I, I, I'm really out. So, this, is, this is one of those stories that when it was going around, what, two, three days ago, I was like, oh, that's exciting. Yes, tell me more. And then when I found out about the whole Irish thing, <laughs> I read the article, I went, I'm not excited because I have no idea what the fuck that could actually mean. <laughs> like, I can't think of any game. You'd have to assume it's some sort of fantasy, like, sword and game. <laughs> but what? <Something. laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's- if it's a big I mean- game, you would think you'd be able to Assume. And also... So, Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> oh, that's right. Better shout out to Legend of Dragoon. We'll get in trouble. Um, the whole f- So the, the only rumor going around is the whole Metal Gear rumor. So you've got several rumors circulating at the moment. You've got the Metal Gear rumor, and you've got the rumor that Sony's still making that Silent Hill game happen, and they're paying for it or whatever. They're like the two concurrent rumors going around at the moment, mostly driven by, I think, just bullshit, bullshit fan theories. Um, I mean, there is substantial evidence to this to saying that there is like a, a PlayStation remake happening because you've got someone sort of like leaking it. You've got someone involved in a song leaking it. We haven't seen or heard this song anywhere. It's for something that's yet to come out, PlayStation remake, I have no idea. So get excited about that if you have any idea what game in PlayStation's history has a massive Irish song or influence in it. Um, because we don't know. Um, you, did you type Irish PlayStation into Google? No, I just look up Irish video games. Yeah, okay. Uh, so the Irish Post posted an article. Okay. Like recently, <laughs> like in the last month, top five games set in the Ireland. Okay. Gaelic Games Football. So probably not going to be that. Probably not that. Broken Sword, Shadow of the Templars. I don't mm, think probably that's not, a, Probably not. Folklore. Which was a 2007 action role player game on I, PS3. I did play that, but I still would say probably not that. It was not very popular and doesn't deserve to be re- remade. <laughs> uh, Need for Speed Pro Street? It has to be that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it has to be that one where they don't have the license for it. <laughs> it's definitely made by EA. Uh, and <laughs> the last one Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Wrath of the Druids. They're remaking a DLC. A DLC from like six months ago, yeah. yeah. 
What's if Croc legend of the Gobbo is? And he's Irish now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> as good an r- explanation as anything else, really. I honestly can't think of anything. It's like... Hopefully it's like they actually do it and then we go, oh, that makes sense. Bloodborne. But they're Irish. Maybe. They've got all got Irish accents now. Yep. <laughs> what if it's... What I mean, it's that's, that's the most is? likely out of everything I can think of. What? You know? Bloodborne. What, that's just Bloodborne remake or Bloodborne 2? Um, all right, talk a little bit about Sony's upgrading their TVs for PS5. So if you have a... Um, TV that's not like Ash. So, so, but donate to the Ash Fund on Kofi at the moment. <laughs> I'm not responsible for that. <laughs> Look at him. He just makes his own little donation. He just takes control of the Kofi account. I don't even know the password. <laughs> <laughs> Tries to get himself a fucking TV. It's ridiculous. Um, press start writes, Sony Bravi XR TV line will be upgrading from ready to PS5 to perfect for PS5. Right, press start. Ooh. Sony has announced it's giving its Bravi XR line of TVs a huge boost when it comes to gaming on PlayStation 5. With a perfect for PlayStation 5 branding that's a step up from existing ready for PlayStation 5, this new moniker signifies that TVs will be exclusively compatible with two new features coming to the PS5, auto HDR tone mapping and auto genre picture mode. Auto HDR tone mapping takes the guesswork out of calibrating your Bravi XR TVs and PS5's HDR settings by automatically optimizing them during the ps5's initial setup process based on the tv that you're using giving you the best hdr settings for that display meanwhile auto genre picture quality mode sorry auto genre picture mode intelligently switches between the tv's game mode and standard picture mode presets depending on whether you're playing a game or watching movie content on your ps5 console both features are coming in update by the end of january 2022 for the PlayStation 5 console itself, as well as compatible Sony TVs, which includes all of the Bravia XR range and the X85J, X80J, and X90H models. The entire range of perfect for PlayStation Sony TVs also include great new features for new game PlayStation, new game PlayStation gaming, such as HDMI 2.1 input for 4K 120 frames per second gaming, as well as low latency game mode and the ability to switch both console and TV on. With the DualSense controller. If there's a reason to upgrade. That's pretty good. It has to be that. Um, yeah. The 4K 120 is like the main thing. Well, it's weird because I would actually say, so whenever I look in comments, like if I go on the PlayStation blog and I, if I'm reading a story and the number one comment that I'll see people requesting, especially when they did the major update of a week, or of a month, whenever it was. It seems like 10 million years ago. Um, the thing that happened with them, uh, the most requested thing I think I saw in the comments was still not people wanting 4K 120, but people wanting 1440p resolution as an option. I think that's because a lot of people have 2K monitors and they want to be able to run their PS5 through that and run it at that um at that resolution it's a weird like sort of middle ground thing but i guess in the day and age of streamers content codes most people i guess have 2k monitors not 4k monitors um but the 4k 120 thing will be good because obviously xbox sort of already ahead of the game um 
the actually the ability for the PlayStation to realize that you're either playing a game or watching a movie is quite good because I know for a fact that like last generation I used to do a lot of watching my 4K Blu-rays on my Xbox, right? Um, and then it, whenever I did play a game on that, I'd have to like I would set it. I had my TV set for the Xbox HDMI channel, so the settings for that channel were made for watching movies because that's primarily what I did when I was using that Xbox. However, when I did go to play a game, I'd get annoyed because I'd have the movie settings. So it's nice that it would be able to tell what you're doing and be able to switch between them. But um, So there you go. If you have a Sony TV to match your PS5, getting a free upgrade, up, up, the up-to-date grade soon. Get excited. I'm excited. I've won those TVs. Can't you tell. Fucking over here. I'm jumping down my shoes. Um, Yakuza. Like a Dragon. Sequel announced and in development. Probably not shocking. You get excited. Just the other day, Yakuza and Judgment developer RGG Studio confirmed the departure of Toshiro Nagoshi and Daisuke Saito, two Sega veterans who helped shape the Yakuza series as we know it. The company has been restructured as a result, and the new team has already revealed what it's working on. We all knew it was coming, but now it's been officially acknowledged. Yakuza, like a dragon, is getting a sequel, which is currently in development. RGG Studio Director and Executive Producer Masahoshi Yakoma writes, quote, Rugai's Gotku's predecessors have passed down their beliefs and now know how to each and every staff member. You can witness it in the recently released Lost Judgment, and we'll see in the upcoming sequel, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which will continue... Ichiban Kasuga's story. He continues, This game is currently being development, developed by producer Sakamoto and directors Hori, Ido, and Natake. I, myself, along with Taguchi and Furuta, are working on the story. Previously, RGD Studio has said that Like a Dragon, with its turn-based combat system and expanded RG, RPG elements, represented the future of Yakuza. And so it's safe to assume that the sequel will play very similarly to Ichiban's in, initial outing. So, did you, how much did you ever, I played, how like, much did you I get? Like yeah. 10, 12 hours. Oh, probably not that far. Yeah. Uh, still kind of scratching the surface, uh, I feel like. Hmm. But, you know, I got think I got caught up in other work mm-hmm. stuff, so maybe I'll go back. Hopefully, I say that with a lot of stuff, but yeah, it was a lot of fun, so. Uh, yeah, sequel, I mean, it was super successful, so it's not surprising that the sequel's in the works. Do you assume they're going to still keep the RPG stuff and not revert on their word and go back to the... No, they'll one? definitely go back keep the RPG stuff, I feel like. that's Like they said, that their plan is, you know, this is going to be their RPG one and Judgment's going to be their, you know, brawler Old school. type game. Old school. Yakuza. Old school Yakuza style. Yeah. yeah. Even if they do they lose the license to the main character's face. Yeah. Simple, just get a new protagonist. I mean, yeah, or their character just has facial plastic surgery. Plastic surgery. Yeah. He has to go into witness protection, you know. Yeah. Just go back. He has to change his face. Do that. I think that's a way to go. I think that's a good option, personally. He's in a terrible accident, scars his face up, so he has to wear a mask for the rest of the game. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, then you can get customizable masks. You're like, you've got the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. You've got Hit the whole up. game. <laughs> Hi, Rash, everyone. Um, I ne- actually I nearly brought it. Like, I think it was on sale for like 28 bucks, 30 bucks at EV. 
like one time when I was Which in one? there. Like like a dragon. I think I saw it. Oh, like a dragon. It was like yeah. it was like under thirty bucks. And I remember picking it up and going, and then doing that thing of isn't it? On I Game gotta Pass? play this. It, yeah, but I wanted the trophies, obviously. Um, obviously, yeah, obviously. It's not sarcasm. I mean, that's my legit answer. <laughs> that's obviously why I want it. Um, but yeah, I ended up putting it back because I'm like, I ain't gonna have time. And if I did, I would have started it, played a couple of hours, and then something else would have got in my way. So, yep. Rip. Um, final news story: Play at Home pushes over 60 million downloads on PS4, PS5. Writes Push Square. One of the few bright lights during the height of the pandemic was Sony's Play at Home program, which saw a giveaway Uncharted, Nathan Drake Collection, and Journey during the first lockdown, and then a ton of titles earlier this year. These were free games, no strings attached, with no subscription or purchases required. All you needed was a PS Store account and a PS5 or PS4 to play the games on. It's something that PlayStation boss Jim Ryan is proud of the company was able to offer and hopes that it helped in some small way get fans through the pandemic. Saying, quote, As everybody was struggling with the first lockdown, we thought it would be a nice thing to do and we were very happy with the reaction. Then we got free Christmas and started lockdown again. It was a bit miserable, so we thought it would be a nice thing to have reprised. Uh, so we did it again over a period of months and over 60 million games have been downloaded as part of that. It's an absolutely colossal number of downloads, and it begs the question, will Play at Home return for a third install it next year? We'll see how the world evolves. There's a lot of downloads, and I guess it does make sense. You know, it's a bunch of cool games mm-hmm. that are free, and you don't have to have PlayStation Plus to download them. That's all very good and well. Uh, so good job, PlayStation. I do appreciate like the fact you gave away the games for free, but I was laughing at the Jim Ryan comments a little bit when I was yeah. <laughs> read this earlier. Just the whole... We had that first lockdown, and then, ah, oh, fuck me, she's back again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were done with this. I thought we were done with this shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> have Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just comes across a little bit, you know. Just that, then we got through Christmas and started lockdown again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's crazy. It was a bit miserable, so we thought it would be a nice thing to do. <laughs> It's fucking just comes across. It was a bit of a weird quote, but I mean, good, yeah, good job, Jimmy. I guess. I mean, Jim Ryan shouldn't give more interviews, but he should give more interviews. He's honestly this. So this comes from I haven't watched it. I might watch it. I might sit down and watch the whole thing to see if there's any other random interesting tidbits in it. But that quote does come from this uh, video that was posted a couple of days ago. Uh, Fireside chat with Jim Ryan that was posted on the Game Industry uh, YouTube or whatever. Um, mm. It's like half an hour, I think. So I'm sure there's some other interesting nuggets in there, or someone's going to pull them out, or something like that. But either way, do I want to watch half an hour of Jim Ryan talk? Not really, because he's not particularly the most interesting person to listen to. To be honest, he just doesn't have a very uh, no. doesn't have much charisma. He's just he is a very CEO CEO. Yeah, um, he's a he's a businessman. He's a businessman, not um, a video game guy. I was listening, uh, my, so I know, um, I was thinking about this lately because I was listening to the shout outs to the PAX radio thing, by the way. Um, if you missed us, we had a special episode of Arcade Couch on that. That was exciting. Um, you can find the Go director's cut. Ex- explosion <laughs> pod, retweet the Arcade Couch episode and maybe we'll release it. Maybe we'll release the if director's cut retweets. sooner than later. Yeah. 25 uh, retweets or a hundred for right now. Like right now. Nah, you right. fucked up. All right. 25 it is. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, so part of that, I was listening to the For the Players one, but theirs was on the Pax Radio thing the other day, and they were talking about old Jimmy Ryan and saying how he's a... Uh... Shout-outs, by the way. Um, they were talking about how he, you know, just a bit of a crappy, boring CEO, not a gamer, not as good as 
Sean Layden and all that sort of stuff. My two cents on this, because I don't know if I've said it. Maybe I haven't. I'm repeating myself. I don't necessarily need, like, the boss of PlayStation to be a gamer. I just need him to be someone that understands, like, gaming battle or understands what people want more. So when I'm like, I just don't think a lot of the stuff that he's doing are good decisions, it's not from a place of, oh, he's not a gamer, so he doesn't get it. It's just more, you don't need to play games. You just you just need to understand no where you work. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you work in games. I'm not saying you need to then play games, but you should at least understand them and why people are critiquing certain things you're doing more. So, yeah. Um, but it's, it is funny how little so we talk about him because most of the time you're just like, oh, there's another. It's got to a stage now where it is kind of a joke. Like anytime he comes up on this podcast, I'm like, eh, it's crazy. Crazy Jim. Crazy Jim. Crazy Jim, yeah. Spouting nonsense again. Yeah, shouting out fucking weird quotes again. There's another quote that went around this week. Maybe it's from that game, same interview. I actually don't know. But I did Probably, see someone, yeah, I think so. someone tweeting out a quote where he was like complaining about PlayStation games not selling enough or something like that. Some weird thing. Well, I'll say then probably. Because there's not enough PlayStation yeah. 5s in there. Just a bunch of, there's a whole bunch of weird things that Batman says. Anyway, um, Jim, if you want to come on here and talk to us. Well, I mean, I'm very polite. I can I can critique you to your face. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm on here saying you're, uh, you know, I'm not here calling him out. Saying, I'm not saying you're the worst. I'm not saying you're the worst. worst PlayStation I'm just saying, president ever. No, I'm just saying I don't think you're doing the best job. <laughs> 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 In my opinion, um, yeah. Uh, there's something else I was going to say at the end of this episode, and then I've fucking completely forgot. Oh. I think I was going to say, randomly, I know you haven't had a chance to jump in. You probably won't unless I drag you into it. But ever since last week, so I talked a little bit about Hell Let Loose on that solo episode I did last week, right? Yes. And then I've, I've like, because like I recorded that pretty much right as it was coming out on PlayStation Plus. And since mm. then, in the week that followed, I've like seen like more people sort of like tweeting about it and stuff. Like the general um, zeitgeist, discourse, I guess, yeah. or whatever, discourse over that game. It has been interesting. Because so in, in, in that episode, I call out the fact that when I was talking to Nick about this game, Nicholas Pryor. Um, you called it a Nick game. I called it a Nick game. Nick in a message to me, he said, it's not a Nick game, it's too arcadey, right? So these motherfuckers <laughs> on Twitter, complain, which is the most Nick thing to say about that game. I see those, by the way, all these people on Twitter saying game's too slow, boring, all this sort of stuff. It's a Nick game, right? It is a Nick game. It's just not Nick enough to be in a Nick, for Nick to call it his own Nick game. However, to the normies who know what a Nick game is, it's a Nick game. I don't know how many times I say that. If you understand what I'm saying. But, and if you don't know what a Nick game is, it so means. So Nick was a person who used to be on this. <laughs> if you don't know what a Nick podcast. game is, yeah. Nick loves military shooters, right? And he would love he the loved really. Escape from Tarkov yeah. before it hit mainstream. Before it hit mainstream. He loves that obtuse shit where you have to like clean your guns. And fucking, like, count your rounds. It's like, you and- don't actually get into fights. You're just sitting around yeah. in uh, trenches yeah. discussing what your, your family yeah. is, are going to do when you get home yeah. after the war. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hell Let Loose isn't that bad, which is why I was sort of, it was playable. But I have seen some people complaining online, the general discourse, that it is too slow and boring or whatever else. Which, I mean, depending on how you play it, I guess. Like, I enjoyed my time with it. But. I understand how for some people it is too slow. But the one thing I'm going to call out just to clarify so people understand you're not doing something wrong. When you do start a match of that game, you are meant to have a very slow walk to the battlefield. There is no way to speed that process up. You're not doing anything wrong. 
that is part of the game. So, w- like real life, yeah. Everyone wants to walk get no. to a battlefield quickly. Yeah. I mean, the first match I played it as long as possible. <laughs> the first match I played, I thought like this is weird, but it is like generally part of the game because you start at op- both teams start at the opposite ends of this really big map, and then you have to walk in, and it's up to your commander to then place a flagpole, which will then become like a closer spawning point to where the battle is going to outbreak, sort of thing. So. You do have a slow walk in, but I guess it also adds to atmosphere and realism, quote unquote realism. Honestly, I could jump in and play some more of that game. I did enjoy my time with it, especially because I nearly got what I'm going to say is going to be the hardest trophy in that game. So there's one trophy. I can't remember if I mentioned this on my solo thing last last time, but there's one trophy in that game for getting 10 kills without dying, right? Which it seems like a lot for that game. It probably is a lot for that game because you die very easily and it's not like Call of Duty where you can like, you got like, psh, I don't know, you can call down a fucking, like, helix strike or whatever to get, like, multiple kills. Like, it's quite hard to get kills, um, especially staying alive that long. So I got to seven, and I was like, ah, uh, so close. So, I mean, I was having fun. Maybe I could get that one. Maybe I could get the full ten. Go for it. Be a hero. There's one for getting, there was a trophy for getting five, though. So I got that. Just not the one for getting ten. Uh, but that'll do. Anything else you've... Th- any, you got anything to say? No? No, fuck you. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> no? Right. So here's, here's some other ones people think it's going to be. Okay. The, the, they reckon Chrono Cross, which is obviously the sequel to Chrono Trigger, but Chrono Cross came out on PS PlayStation. Yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah. And then the other one is uh, Xeno Gears, another Square game that came to PlayStation. I don't think either of those is very likely. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say I have, I'm gonna say it's Croc Legend of the Gobos or Croc Two. Um, I can't remember the subtitle Let's of that game. Other other really good ones that are in this. Uh, I'm looking at a Push Square article. Knack uh, yeah. remake with Irish folk songs. Yep, yeah, right. I get down with that. Make make Knack Irish. Just make Knack Three. Though. Why would you remake Knack anyway? Yeah. Uh, Getaway Dublin. <laughs> I mean. No, nah, because that's basically I mean, that all- VR franchise at this point. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of it. That's kind of it. We're saying Legend Dragoon. Yep. Yeah. Shoutouts. Love that game. Just random stuff like Dragon Stalker. I don't think that's very Irish. No, I don't think that's. Colony Wars. Parappa the Rapper. Why? As VR. Why? <laughs> as, as Irish. Why? I don't know. Uh, Siphon Filter. But why a song? <laughs> like, where does that fit into that game? Fucking Logan gets home from a long battle. It's like fucking just like puts a record on it. Happens. He's really into Irish music or some shit. And then the Days Gone Apocalypse begins. Oh, the time. Okay, okay, so, so someone's explained why Metal Gear Solid is a potential. It says another men- comment should mention the main theme of Metal Gear Solid was the best is yet to come. Beautiful song that prominently featured Gaelic vocals throughout. Does it? Apparently. I didn't know that. So there you go. Really? So it could be Metal Gear Solid. Let me type this in. Hold on. We're doing it live, everyone. What's it called? The best. The best is yet to is come. Is yet to come. Is yet to Why is it? It says Frank Sinatra. Hold on. No, this one's a picture. I'd probably look. This one has Snake in a picture, but we've got to sit for a 15 second ad break for Ikea, everyone. So I'm actually not going to cut this part out because I can't be fucked. 
So instead, I'm just going to talk for another five, six, seven seconds until I can click skip ad, at which point I'm going to turn this phone up so you can, we can hear what we're listening to here. Uh. Is that Gaelic? I don't know. They all sound it, the same. It just sounds like a <laughs> hymn to me, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Let me skip ahead. That's just the air horn. Oh, that's a bit more. That sounds a bit more. Yeah. The top comment. The top comment in this video from two years ago. I'm so proud that a song so integral to one of my favorite games in the series was recorded and performed in my home country of Ireland by Irish musicians two years ago. There you go. All right. Confirmed. We broke the code, everyone. We figured it out. All you fucking fake PlayStation fans out there, fake, <laughs> fake Metal Gear Solid, Solid fans, it literally took us less than 30 minutes to crack the code, all right? So. <laughs> yeah. Sure, it, it helped that we had someone comment that giving the exact explanation. Look, everyone has help yes. somewhere. Look at the Metal Gear Solid wiki. Uh, the best is yet to come is vocal song from Metal Gear Solid. It was written and produced by Rika Muranaka and features Irish lyrics sung by, not pronouncing that name, Yep. <laughs> Here's my Richard, question yeah. then. Since we've just solved it, we can now 100% confirm that it is, in fact, the Metal Gear Solid remake. I still just don't understand how or why that's happening. Because people are stupid. <laughs> but, like, has Sony paid Konami? Konami? Sure. Much uh, in the same way they've paid Square for a bunch of... The, but but are, they, are they paying it to then, like, publish it themselves? Or are they... Helping fund it and Konami's still publishing it. But I don't really like I would like to play that game, but I also don't want to support Konami. <laughs> you, know what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. It would be wild if like it turns out Sony bought the I Metal Gear Solid IP. That'd be great fucking news. <laughs> How good would like, that it's be? Like, I mean, that's kind of the next step. It's like, why buy a studio when we can just buy what IPs. Yeah, what we want. Individual from. IPs. Yeah. Listen, we'll take Middle Gear Solid and Silent Hills. Thank you. Here's a truckload of money. Go back to making pachinko machines. What if it's like a Marvel Sony Spider-Man deal? <laughs> They're like, we it have the rights to make all video games from now on and to republish them. Use retain the rights to publish pachinko machines with the with licensing of these characters on them. Potentially. Because that's the only reason I'd say they wouldn't sell them is because they do like making those machines with the, you know, with the licensing yeah. for the characters to put on them. But, but then Sony would be like sort of one hand in the one hand in hell there, I guess, <laughs> for taking. That, but I don't know. That would be that would be super interesting. That would definitely be way more interesting if Sony came out and they're like, "Look, hey, Metal Gear Solid remake, it's coming. Guess what? Hideo Jim is involved as a um, what do you want to call it? Like an associate or something? Because that would definitely get people hyped. They're like associate producer. Yeah. They're like uh, whoever's doing it. Probably not Blue Point. Surely not. Someone else is doing it, and Hideo's on as associate producer or whatever. Uh, but not only that, here's a hype trailer. Fuck yeah. Here's that Irish song you all love. And then um, we've brought it. Okay, let's go even more crazy. 
Obviously, they've got that Metal Gear movie that Jordan Void Roberts is working on. Yeah. Where they cast Oscar Isaac in the film. Yeah. So, Columbia Pictures is making that movie. Yeah. Columbia Pictures, owned by Sony Pictures. Are they remaking this game to be a tie-in for the movie? Did they film that? I don't think it, it's just been announced. There's no way there. <laughs> that's, that's like- still, it's still in the works. Okay. I mean, potentially, g- games do take longer than movies, so <laughs> technically they could still line up to which they could be releasing them around the same time. So, yeah. Bring Oscar Isaacs to play Snake in the game. I guarantee that would not go over well. People I, don't, I don't know. Would that go over well? I don't know. People love Oscar Isaacs. Metal Gear Solid fans only want one voice actor for Snake and one voice actor only. And even when he it's dies... True. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> Even though there was actually a legit reason why he was cast. Spoilers. Actually, can I spoil that? No, sure I can. Phantom Pain came out like... Five years ago now, right? Actually, I'm spoiling it. If he, if he, some, some, I just want to get this out there in case... It came out on the PS3, didn't it? Yeah. So... Yeah, right, I'm, I'm saying it in case you don't. It, uh, Kiefer Sutherland played the voice because he wasn't actually Snake. It's revealed at <gasps> the end of the game. Spoilers. Spoilers over. So yeah, Hadaya got you there, you fucking windy little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we've cracked the code. This is a very good episode. We've basically see got the biggest Sold all the words. Problem. We've got the biggest scoops. Scoops. <laughs> Scoops. We stole it from somebody else's website. We got the hints from somebody else's website, but we said it on the podcast. It's our scoop. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how how it works? I don't know. (laughs) Let us know any comments, questions, concerns you have to show by tweeting us or joining in Discord. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter will take you to our Twitter. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord will take you to our Discord. You too can come complain like Michael did when I do solo episodes and complain that Ash isn't there to interrupt me. Woohoo! If you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to Kofi, explosionnetwork.com slash support. Just remember that any money you donate to that for the next month, Ash has hacked it. It's going to his TV fund. What a fuck it. Remember that every trophy counts. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me entertain you. <laughs> Real happy with yourself, aren't you? Hey. Don't forget you can subscribe to the show wherever you're currently listening and you can drop a review if you can. Find more great shows like this and more content over at ExplosionNetwork.com and please consider supporting us for as little as a dollar over on our Ko-fi page by heading to ExplosionNetwork.com slash support. Thanks for listening.